tonight. Green Lantern plans to go big on HBO Max. What is the plural of Cyclops? And Seth MacFarlane and Danny McBride are eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. They're going to do what they say can't be done on Multiverse Tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. Here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 101. Not Dalmatians, but episodes of Multiverse tonight. Um, you know, I'm glad to start this this new run of 100 episodes. Yeah. Of course, uh, it took me over two years to get to get to 100, so we got another two years at least. To get to this, you know, number, episode 200, and about a year to get away, get to episode 150. So we got plenty of time for uh, more. And uh, I'm looking forward to what the future has in store. But right now, I just want to tell you the comic book news, starting with DC. The Batman is filming in the United Kingdom until February next year, giving it just over a year to work on post-production before its March 4th, 2022 release date. Now, the film most recently had to halt production after lead Robert Pattinson tested positive for COVID-19. He has since then been recovering. HBO Max's Green Lantern series will be written like a TV show, but have feature film-level production values, according to producer Mark Guggenheim. Now, Mr. Guggenheim commented on the series during a panel that he had recorded for Comic-Con International's website and released as part of the Storytelling Across Media mini-conference. Mark said, quote, I happen to believe, and this is not a universally held opinion, that you can't do a 10-hour show or an 8-episode show like an 8-hour movie. I don't think that works. When I see it done, there's always some flabby episodes in the middle. I think you have to approach it like a TV series, and approach each episode like it's its own entity. Even though it's streaming, even though hopefully people will binge it, you've got to make each episode a satisfying meal. You've got to look at it with a different tempo than you would have in a two-hour movie. Now, that being said, certainly the show for HBO Max that we're all working on, we are approaching it with the production ambitions of a movie. So we're writing it like a TV show, but we're hoping to produce it like a film. You know, I absolutely agree with that. You have to, you, you can't make it, make a 13-hour movie. It's just not good. You end up with episodes that just, you know, are garbage because all you're doing is just moving chess pieces around for the next big act. So, yeah, I totally agree with them. You know, have production values like a movie, but write like it's, you know, a TV show. Now, in the, uh, in the exclusive to The Hollywood Reporter, it's been made known that Jared Leto will be reprising the role for the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Now, shooting of this new material for the movie is currently underway with Ben Affleck, Ray Fisher, Amber Heard, and Jared, Le- Jared Leto. 
Also joining the reshoots is Joe Maganello, who will reprise Deathstroke for the film. Now, Deathstroke first appeared in the 2017 cut of the movie as a post credit scene with Lex Luthor. So this will be basically more material. Suicide Squad director David Ayer, in response to a fan question about what was the toughest scene to leave on the cutting room floor, said, quote, the first 40 minutes, unquote. Now, he went on to say that the movie was, quote, ripped to pieces, and he can't emphasize that enough. The call for Warner Bros. to make an Ayer's cut of Suicide Squad has been getting a lot of push recently, uh, even by Cedric the Entertainer, who in a recent cameo, uh, appearance on the site cameo, you know, where you can pay people to give you well wishes and stuff like that, said, HBO Max, AT&T, listen, y'all gotta release the air cut of Suicide Squad. It's time. The air cut, man. We're all waiting for it. You know what I mean? That's the one, and everybody, you've, you all know this. When we do this, all of the proceeds will go to charity. We want y'all to ask for it. Hit him up, and then bring back Jared Leto as the Joker, and do the Harley Quinn Joker movie. That's necessary. Quit playing. The air cut. Let's get, let's get it. Let's go. I want to see it. Oh, no, you want to see it. Suicide Squad gang. Let's go, baby. Unquote. Now, again, take this as, you know, this is a site where these actors are basically making money for, you know, w wishing people happy birthday. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. We don't know if, you know, he was paid to say exactly that or if someone just asked him to say something about it. The new Superman series, Superman and Lois, has recruited Degrassi, the Next Generation star, Stacey Faber, to play a new character named Leslie Lahr. Her character description reads, quote, The right hand to one of the most influential people on the planet. She's gone from a young idealistic dreamer to a hardened, world-worn dream killer. Athletic, strong, and often, oft-times heartless. So, she's a member of the Trumps? Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Obviously, it's Lex Luthor. But, uh, hmm. I'll, I'll be interested to see how that character lands. Why the last, man on, the last Man is finally getting in front of cameras. FX on Hulu has announced the start of production. Now, the series stars Diane Lane, Ashley Romans, Ben Schnichter, uh, Olivia Thurley, Amber Tamblin, Marin Ireland, Diana Bang, Elliot Fletcher and Ju uh, Juliana Canfield, and, and uh, there's no word on when this series will air. So, again, your mileage may vary. Doom Patrol's second season is going to Blu-ray and DVD this January 26th, 2021. The official press release says, quote, Get ready to embrace the strange. DC's favorite misfit heroes are back to save the world, and once again, with the release of Doom Patrol, the complete season, second season on Blu-ray and DVD, on January 26, 2021, from Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. Strap yourself in for an exhilarating ride with all nine episodes from the second season of the original DC series, plus enjoy the captivating extra features behind two behind-the-scenes featurettes. Doom Patrol, the second season, is priced to own at $29.98, suggested retail price for the DVD, and $39.99, Suggested retail price for the Blu-ray, which includes a digital copy, U.S. only. Both sets have, let's see, uh, DC's strangest uh, fall to the feet of Mr. Nobody. The Doom Patrol finds himself mini-sized and stranded on Cliff's toy car racetrack. 
Here they begin to deal with the feelings of betrayal with Niles Calder, a.k.a. the Chief, while confronting their own personal baggage. As each superhero faces the challenge of moving beyond trauma and failure, they must come together to protect the newest family member, Niles', Niles daughter, whose powers remain a mysterious but real threat to bringing the end of the world. Unquote. Doom Patrol has been renewed for a third season on HBO Max. Probably next year. TV's new Batman, Ryan Wild, Batwoman, Ryan Wilder, will not only debut on TV, but will also debut in the final issue of the Batwoman comic. The issue, which will hit shops uh, on November 27th, so just a few days back from when I record this, uh, has shows that uh, Ryan is living out of a van and disillusioned with the system. Now, that's apparently uh, not how the, the TV version will be. That's just how the comics version of Ryan Wilder will be. Uh, season 2 is expected in January. Neil Gaiman has been teasing fans with the produ- on the production of Netflix's adaptation of Sandman. Speaking with Yahoo, Gaiman said on watching the first footage from the show, quote, I have been watching dailies, but nothing produced a profound emotional reaction on me than watching a camera test on our Morpheus in his glass prison did. I saw him and said, ooh, this is Sandman, unquote. You know, he also teased some of the stories that would be in season one, including 24 Hours, Dream a Little Dream of Me, A Hope in Hell, and Collector. But he also promised that the show would be scary, saying, quote, it will be scary, but it will be lots of other things, too, because the joy of Sandman is that it's a lot of different things in the soup, and you can taste all the flavors, unquote. Now, no official date has been given for the release, but it's been suggested that they're aiming at late 2021, early 2022. Now, let's go on to the Marvel news. The new Blade movie, starring Mahershala Ali, is moving towards the writing stage. The Hollywood Reporter reports that Marvel is looking for writers, saying, quote, Current projects that studios are hoping to populate with black behind-the-camera talent include Marvel's Blade movie starring Mahershala Ali, which is looking for writers, unquote. Now, the current wisdom is that Blade will be aimed at the October of 2022, but, of course, in this time of COVID, that is subject to change. Now, hopefully they can get Wesley Snipes in for a cameo. And we all need to push for that. I really... Want to see Wesley Snipes show up. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier star Anthony Mackie says that shooting during a pandemic is, well, kind of hard. The series was in the middle of shooting when the pandemic hit. Now, six months later, they're back filming in the Czech Republic with health and safety protocols in mind. Now, Mackie told Entertainment Weekly, quote, Everybody's very afraid of each other. The food is bad because they have to pack it up somewhere else and bring it to us in Ziploc bags. You know, it's awful. We were literally living in quarantine. It's not like the NBA bubble where they have a barber shop and friends to hang out with. No, if you get within six feet of somebody, there's some little Czech dude coming and poking you with a stick saying, you have to move. So it's rough, unquote. Now, the short six-episode series was originally going to be the first Marvel series out of the gate, but now WandaVision will be the... the uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be out sometime in early 2021. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings has wrapped up principal photography in Australia. Filmmaker Destin Creighton 
celebrated the fact that with a Instagram photo saying with the words "we period are period rap period." Now, not to be outdone, is star Simu Liu followed up with a post of his own of him and Creedence saying, quote, "We made a baby. We can't wait to introduce him to the world in nine months." Unquote. The Marvel movie is due out on July 9th, twenty twenty one. Now, some big news concerning the Moon Knight series. First, it's been reported that Star Wars star Oscar Isaac is in talks to play the role of Moon Knight slash Mark Spector. And it's now also being reported that Mohamed Dieb has been tapped to direct the series. Dieb's work includes the 2016 Cannes Film Festival's Clash and the Cairo and Cairo 68. Both are the highest gr- gr- uh, grossing Egyptian and Arabic titles of all time. Now, no official word on either Oscar Isaac or Muhammad Dieb has been forthcoming. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary is stepping up to help you with your grammar. Specifically, how do you say the plural of cyclops? Now, here's her post, quote, Unlike most rules of pluralization, the plural of cyclops is cyclopses. Instead of adding es to cyclops, the plural is adapted from the Latin based singular cyclop or cyclop. And thus, the plural become, became cyclopses. With that grammar laid out, the, plur, the plural cyclops, which is the proper noun ending in S, that denotes a mythical giant creature, should be either cyclopses or cyclops. But usage evidence doesn't concur. The most common plural form of cyclops, which is now frequently found in lowercase, is cyclops, cyclopes. Cyclopes. Unquote. So there you have it. If you want to know what, about, what to call a bunch of different versions of Cyclops that show up in the X-Men crossover, you have your official official word, Cyclopses. Now, let's go on with some geek news. Ryan Reynolds picked a hell of a year to go out to vote for the first time in America. Ryan and his wife, Blake Lively, showed off with smiles and a photo on Instagram with the caption, quote, this is my first time voting in America. I'd like to thank my wife, Blake, for what, making my first time so gentle and living. It was super scary at first, then exciting, and now I'm a little tired, but proud. Hashtag vote early, unquote. His new movie, Free Guy, is due in theaters on December 11th. The Willow sequel series has been given an official green light. The series, which will have Willow director Ron Howard as executive producer, with Warwick Davis back as hero Willow Ufgood, as Crazy Rich Asians director John M. Chu has been tapped to direct the pilot, and executive produce, and executive produce Jonathan Kasdan and Wendy Marcella has been tapped to serve as showrunners. You know, it's been a long time since I've watched that movie. I wonder if it still holds up. I'll have to sit down and watch it. It's on Disney+. Plus. Quibi, the short-form video series provider, is shutting down. The startup, which raised $2 billion in initial funding, never found an audience. The service launched just this past April, just in time for the pandemic, but never really got out of the blocks, even though the app has been downloaded almost 9.6 million times since launch. Now, Quibi founders Meg Whitman and Jeffrey Katzenberg, in a statement, said, quote, because the idea itself wasn't strong enough to justify a standalone streaming service, or because of our timing, unfortunately, we will never know. But we suspect it's both a, it's been a combination of the two, unquote. Yeah, 
I'm afraid those commercials that they that they aired never really interested me in you know watching it. Besides, I have so much other I have so much other stuff to watch. I don't have time for short form video even. FXX's series Archer has been giving a twelfth season. This news arrives before the last episode of the eleventh season. Now, FX president of original programming Nick Grad said, "Quote." Archer's back in a big way this season, with viewership up as the Emmy Award-winning spy series returns to its roots and begins to plot a 12th season next year. Our thanks to executive producers Adam Reed, Matt Thompson, Casey Willis, and the entire team at Floyd County Productions for keeping Archer as fun as ever and true to form. Together with its unbelievable voice cast, Archer is set to give fans another great season, unquote. Now, viewership for the first five episodes of season 11 were up 32% over season 10. Yeah, I think people just wanted the show to get back to normal. You know, the, the fantasy episode, the, the fantasy seasons were great. The coma, the coma years were great, but I just really wanted the show to get back to where it was. Seth MacFarlane and Danny McBride are bringing TV a Burt Reynolds movie from the 70s. Smokey and the Bandit will come from the writing team of David Jordan Green and Brian Brandon James of Rough House Pictures with Danny McBride, Jody Hill, and Seth MacFarlane and Erica Higgins of Fuzzy Door teaming up to bring the show to life. Now, no network has been named. Hmm, wonder who will get the star in it. Hmm. Go, Seth. Baby, Muppet Babies are going to court. Yeah, that's, a, that's an odd sentence. Muppet Babies are going to court. Uh, Disney is being sued by Jeffrey Scott, a TV screenwriter of many 80s shows. He alleges that the new Muppet Babies show was created, that Disney created, and misappropriates elements from the original Muppet Babies production Bible he created and he says he owned. Now, according to the complaint filed in California federal court, Back in 1983, Muppet Babies, which was produced then by Marvel Productions and the Jim Henson Company, contracted Mr. Scott to help with the creation of the show. He got 12000 per script plus a royalty of uh, 3500 for each new episode plus a developed for TV television by credit. The complaint reads, quote, Scott is a registered owner of the copyright in the Muppet Babies production Bible. The Muppet Babies production Bible created the show's nursery setting, the child versions of the characters, the mix of entertainment and education, and its blueprint for the stories. Scott created, developed, and refined character traits, running gags associated with each character, and the characters' relationships with each other, unquote. Now, Scott also claims that the character of Nanny is his creation, and so the setting of the nursery. Scott is claiming copyright infringement, breach of contract stemming from his 80s deal, breach of implied contract arising from the alleged agreement for compensation for his recent ideas submissions, and fraud. Uh, we'll keep an eye on this uh, for future uh, for any future developments, and I'll include a link in the show notes to the uh, document that was filed in court. Rick and Morty co-creator Dan Harmon said at the digital version of the Paley Fest that the clone Beth mystery will play a major role in Season 5. He said, quote, you know as much as Rick knows. I don't want to keep secrets with the audience. She's Schrodinger's Beth right now. The fact she may or may not be a clone is actually the important thing. It's the profound revelation about Rick's commitment to non-commitment and how abusive that can be as a parent. 
That is the important thing here. We're adding ants to the family. We're having fun looking at more, op more options with Space Beth, unquote. It also looks like the vat of, episode, vat of acid episode has broken Morty of his obsession with Jessica. He said, quote, There's an episode in Season 5 where Morty has a relationship with another female character that's not Jessica. It's a great little story, and my longtime friend and collaborator, John Schrab, wrote it. Schrab has, the, has a natural dictatorial instinct. He is also a tender writer, like a very juvenile John Hughes. He feels heartache on a level that a man his age shouldn't. That's, uh, there's an episode of Season 5 that my Emmy is going to, unquote. Paramount has moved the animated movie Rumble from January 19th, 2020, 2021, to May 14th, 2021. The movie from Paramount Animation and WWE Studios is based on the graphic novel by Rob Harrell and is set in a world where monster wrestling is a global sport and monsters are superstar athletes. The movie features the voice talents of Geraldine Vazwathan, Will Arnett, Terry Crews, WWE superstars, superstars Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns, Tony Danza, Stephen A. Smith, Jimmy Tatro, Ben Schwartz, and Michael Buffer. Well, sounds kind of interesting. I'll wait for it to go to streaming, though. It just doesn't appeal to me to go to movies. The Strange Tale, uh, strange, excuse me, The Strange Talent of Luther Strode is getting a big screen adaptation. The movie is based on the Image comic and uh, from uh, the comic book series or manager, I should say, from Justin Jordan and Trad Moore. The movie will be produced by All Nighters Dinesh Sham Dasani, Hunter, uh, Hunter Gordonson, and Amanda Cruz. Justin Jordan is currently working on the screenplay, in, and in the press release, he's said, quote, Loser Strode remains one of my very favorite things I've ever worked on, and getting the chance to bring it to a new audience as a film is exciting beyond belief, especially since All Nighter is dedicated to staying true to all the foundations, from tone to the mythology, and of course the kinetic action exemplified by Trad's artwork that people have loved about the comic, unquote. HBO uh, Max and Cartoon Network are reviving Tiny Toon Adventures for the streaming service. Now, Steven Spielberg will be back to executive produce Tiny Toons Luniversity. The show will feature will follow the characters, minus Elmira Duff, as they go to Acme Luniversity. In other words, the same stuff they did in the original show. Amblin TV's co-presidents, Justin Falvey and Daryl Frank, said about the reboot, quote, these smart, hilarious, and cheeky creatures have left indelible impression on the childhoods of so many. We're thrilled to be able to continue our relationship with Warner Brothers Animation, HBO Max, and Cartoon Network to reimagine the Tiny Toons for new audiences. And we know that fans of the original series will be just as excited to share the show with their children as they will be to revisit a childhood favorite. Unquote. Now, the reason for Elmira being left out of the show is, is not known. Uh, the word that she's being left out was broken by Elmira original voice actor, Cree Williams, tweeting, quote, I just got the word that Elmira will not be included in the Tiny Toons reboot, unquote. Now, there have been several uh, possible reasons for her exclusion. You know, perhaps it's because her rights are tied up with Pinky and the Brain. Remember, they rebooted the Pinky and the Brain cartoon to be Elmira Pinky and the Brain. Or the fact that the character is associated with Elmer Fudd. Who knows? You know, maybe someday we'll learn. 
Sony is in talks to buy anime streaming service Crunchyroll from Warner Brothers Media. Sony reportedly will spend $957 million for the service. That's hundreds of millions more than they paid for Funimation in 2017. And this deal would give Sony a near total streaming monopoly on anime, on animation, on anime, excuse me. Crunchyroll has around 70 million subscribers worldwide. And finally, Bette Midler says that she, Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy will be reprising their roles in the Hocus Pocus sequel that Disney has been working on. Bette told Fox 5 New York that, quote, They want us to make a movie. They've asked us if we were interested. And of course, all of us said, yes, I'm game. I'm totally game, unquote. Now, there hasn't been any official word about casting or story details, but with everything that's been going on this year, that's, uh, well, to be expected. And with that, that brings us to the end of the comic book news this time. Uh, now be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you'd like to contribute some money, please visit mtpodcast.com to go to the Coffee, Patreon, and Glow.fm links, as well as just going over to multiversetonight.com and hitting the support me link at the top of the page. And while you're there, please check out the affiliate marketplace links, the link to the T Public store, our show notes, and so much more. If you're a new subscriber, please be sure to share us with your friends. And if you're brand new to the show, thank you. Be sure to subscribe. Leave us some feedback if you want, and let me know how we're doing. Well, special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Thanks for watching the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. Now, we'll be back in just a couple of weeks with a brand new sci-fi edition and a brand new comics book, comic book edition. Now, please, exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Productions, copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Now then, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I thank you for joining me today, and I thank you for listening to the words I have to say, but now it's, well, time for me to go. I have I have other things to get to do today, and I want to get a snack before supper, so I'm not, you know, ravishingly hungry, and... Uh, if you're in America, tomorrow is Election Day. Go out and vote.